Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zenke. Carter, how are you today? Doing great as always. Just excited to be here. Fantastic. Well, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Noah. Hi there. I'm Noah Benjamin. Uh, my skills are knowing a lot about Star Wars um, and maybe being okay at math. Very good. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, Noah. Uh, and we also have Sophie. Hey, I'm Sophie. Um, and I guess my skills are uh, cooking, um, dog walking, perhaps, and perhaps some more cooking, um, mostly for my dog. <laughs> Those are some good skills to have. Uh, love someone who cooks. All righty. Well, uh, as with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes, round one is our first general knowledge round. We each get five multiple choice questions. Questions here on, our, on a variety of topics, kind of general knowledge round, and you'll get 10 points each for answering them correctly. All righty, Noah, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, question one. What famous Los Angeles road is named for the civil engineer who designed the Los Angeles aqueduct? A, Van Nuys Boulevard, B, Havenhurst Avenue, or C, Mulholland Drive? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with Havenhurst, B. Uh, no, it was actually Mulholland. Uh, oh, William no. Mulholland designed the 233-mile aqueduct that transports water from the Owens Valley to the San Fernando Valley. Question two. A popular legend traces what country's flag back to the year 1219? A, the United Kingdom, B, Japan, or C, Denmark? I'm going to go with Denmark. That's correct. Um, at the Battle of Lindenize in present-day Tallinn, Estonia, legend has it that the Danish flag fell from the sky just as the Danes are about to lose the battle to ancient Estonian kingdoms, and it inspired the Danes to victory. It is the oldest continuously used national flag in the world. Question three. From 1856 to 1866, the U.S. Army experimented with using what large mammal as a military pack animal? A, camels, B, llamas, or C, elephants? Um, llamas? Uh, no, it was actually camels. Uh, the camels. U.S. Camel Corps went nowhere, and the camels were, were sold at auction in 1866. Camel Corps takes cottage corps. That's awesome. <laughs> Question four. Which former U.S. president attended the Crypto Bahamas event at the Baja Mar Resort in April 2022? A, Barack Obama, B, George W. Bush, or C, Bill Clinton? Oh, no, I'm going to have to go with Clinton on this one. That's correct. He was a, a keynote speaker alongside former British Prime Minister Tony Blair and pro football quarterback Tom Brady promoting <laughs> cryptocurrencies. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that I would buy Bitcoin because um, Tom Brady tells me to. Uh, in me fact, I'm either. not going to buy any Bitcoin regardless. And finally, question five. What element has an atomic number of 40? A, iron, B, zirconium, or C, nickel? Oh, iron? Uh, no, it's actually zirconium. Uh, it is a super strong metal, and it is often used to make uh, scissors and knives. 
Are they all right next to each other? Are those all in the place? Um, I don't believe so. Uh, frankly, when I turned this into a multiple choice question, um, I guess I, I, I pulled two more metals out of thin air um, <laughs> that I figured couldn't be 40 if zirconium was the number 40. Um, I think iron and nickel. Monetize that scale pulling metals out of thin air. That'd be a great business entry for you. Gosh, I should get on that. Um, I think iron, I don't know what iron is. I want to say it's in the 20s. Maybe nickel is too. I don't know. This is really not my department. So um, you'd be quite the alchemist by pulling metals out of thin air. So 20 points, is that where I'm at right now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, Sophie, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. Which of the following is not a type of crab? A, horseshoe, B, snow, or C, gourmet? I'm going to go with C, gourmet. That's correct. Question two. What country is Pope Francis from? A, Chile, B, Argentina, or C, Spain? Oh, man. I really should know this. I think he's Argentinian. That's correct. He is the first pope from the Americas and the first from outside Europe since the 8th century. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Question three. In cells, there are many organelles that are enclosed by a membrane. However, there are some that are not. Which of the following um, organelles does not have a membrane? A, the Golgi apparatus, B, the nucleosis, or C, lysosome? Oh, man, you're really taking me back to like sophomore year of high school. Um, well, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And I know the membrane is the phospholipid bilayer. That's about all I remember from AP bio. Well, so that's I'm going to go with the, uh, lysosome. Uh, no, it's actually the nucleosis is the one that doesn't ah, have. Gets me every time that nucleosis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a tricky one. That nucleosis. Um, yeah, I don't know anything more about that. Uh, <laughs> question four, Mariah Carey famously responded. I don't know her when asked about her thoughts about which prominent pop singer and actress who also headlined the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show. A, Beyonce, B, Katy Perry, or C, Jennifer Lopez. Ooh, I think J-Lo did 2020 Super Bowl. That's correct. The moment occurred in a late 90s interview with a German tabloid, and Carrie later clarified that she said this as a way to say something nice or nothing at all. And finally, question five. On June 15th, 1992, Vice President Dan Quayle erroneously spelled what word at a spelling bee in Trenton, New Jersey? A, politics, B, physics, or C, potato? I'm going to go with A, politics. Uh, no, it's actually C, potato. Um, oh, that's uh, Quayle so corrected <laughs> William Figueroa's correct spelling of potato by spelling it P-O-T-A-T-O-E. Um, Quayle claims that it was spelled incorrectly on the card given to him by the elementary school, um, oh but he God. was widely ridiculed for the gaffe. I feel like the only thing that could make that better is if he was also from Idaho. <laughs> well, he was from Indiana, so, you know. Close enough. Those, those middle yeah. states. <laughs> more, more or less. It starts with an I. Yeah, same thing. That is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. That's it's a great fun fact about Dan Quayle. Well, that's the end of round one. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Noah at 20 and Sophie at 30.
It's now time for our weekly audience question. If you'll recall, last week our question was, what outlaw was captured in Eureka Springs, Arkansas in 1896, having gone there for the Springs' medicinal waters? And the answer to that is Bill Doolin. And like him, many people flocked to Eureka Springs after the Civil War to experience the Springs' healing powers. And uh, by 1889, Eureka Springs had become the second largest city in the state after Little Rock. So there you go. And for this week's question, we'll ask, which U.S. state is home to Crater of Diamonds State Park, which is a public diamond mine? So have a think about that. Send me your answer, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. All righty, and now it is time for round two. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round two will consist of five questions on the same topic for each of you. Uh, questions here are worth 20 points. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. All righty, Noah. Um, so uh, I had my brother write these questions for you because uh, he has a much better knowledge base on this than I do. Um, you asked and I listened. Um, I'm going to give you five questions about locations in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> okay. So Let's see if I can do this are one. you ready? Yes. Okay. Question one. The first planet ever seen in the film series was what desert planet with two suns long ruled by the huts? Ah, this one is Tatooine. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, question two. The dating system used in the series is BBY-ABY, which stands for Before the Battle of Yavin slash After the Battle of Yavin, which saw the destruction of the first iteration of what planet-sized battle station? Uh, the Death Star. That is correct. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Question three. The only planet to ever be destroyed by the Death Star was what pacifist world, the home of Leia Organa? Uh, Alderaan. That's correct. Yes. Uh, question four. Much of the prequel trilogy takes place on what planet near the center of the galaxy that has traditionally been the galactic capital and hosted the galactic senate? Uh, Coruscant. That's correct. Wow. Um, and finally, question five. The final death and destruction of the Sith and the First Order took place on what planet that was the ancient center of the Sith Order? I, I don't even have a guess for this one. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I know. My mind is blank, drawing a blank. I'm sorry. No, all right. Uh, Sophie, do you know? Oh, man, I was really hoping Noah was going to get all these right because my Star Wars knowledge is <laughs> lacking. Um I'll guess Sithica. Uh, good guess. Uh, no. Uh, this was called Exegol. That was, that that was right? next on my list. Oh, yeah. I was going to go. Yeah. So I don't remember that one in Me either. particular. Hilarious. I think Mason told me it was in the, in the ninth. Mm -hmm. uh, Sophie. Unfortunately, I don't have the knowledge base to give you, um, and I didn't have the time yesterday to write uh, uh, culinary questions. Um, but there is a, so th this episode will be released on June 15th, and there is a famous actor who was born on June 15th, and that is Neil Patrick Harris. So okay. I'll give you five questions about Neil Patrick Harris. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. Starting in 1989, Harris played the titular teenage physician on what ABC sitcom? Ooh. Um, Dr. Patrick? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Noah, do you know? 
Is it Doogie Hauser? It's Doogie Hauser. <gasps> yes. Uh, wow. The show ran for four seasons and 97 episodes. Dang. Wow. I can't believe I knew that one. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. My my 90s sitcom knowledge is lacking, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't remember that when I was doing this yesterday, I couldn't remember the name of it, but it was somewhere in the back of my mind. I was like, he played some doctor. I was Mm. like, that'd be a good thing to ask about. Yeah, we got the first one, So that's that's something. There you go. (laughs) Question two. Harris was nominated for four Emmy Awards for playing Barney Stinson on what CBS sitcom? How I Met Your Mother. That's correct. Um, That show ran for nine seasons and 208 episodes. Question three. Harris is also known for hosting what major awards show four times? Ooh, I believe he hosted the Tony Awards. That's correct. Um, He hosted in 2009, 2011, 2012, and 2013. Question four. Harris won an Emmy Award in 2010 for his guest appearance on what musical comedy show? Musical comedy show? I can't think of any musical comedy shows. <laughs> um, like Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live? No, not that. Noah? What was the year again? 2010. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't think I know any musical comedy shows either. Maybe, was it like a lip sync battle of some sort? <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is like a, it's, it's a sitcom, I think. I never watched it, but it's like, mm. it's famous. I know you both have heard of it. <laughs> I think I'm missing the musical comedy element. I unfortunately okay. am drawing a blank here. Yeah, me right. too. Uh, this is Glee. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, That's I, hilarious. I would call it a little liberal to call Glee a comedy. <laughs> okay. Well. Perhaps well. it hasn't aged well. <laughs> Maybe at the time it was. Um, I also never watched it, so. Yeah, shamefully me either. I'm merely going off of labels that I read online. (laughs) Uh, But Harris, in in this one episode, played a school board auditor who was a former Glee Club star who threatened to cut Glee out of the budget since he never obtained his desired career in in show business. So, there you go. Drama. (laughs) Oh, all the drama in Glee. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't I know it. Um, Finally, question five. It's a little too close to home for Matthew. It, no, truly, truly. <laughs> the last, the last six years have, have there's been a lot. Of, anyway, we don't need to get into that on the show. <laughs> um, Harris's lone Tony Award win came in 2014 for playing the title character in what musical about a gender queer rock performer? Oh, it's it's someone in the Angry Itch, but I can't come up with the name of the someone. Um, oh my goodness, it's on the tip of my tongue. Do you know Noah? Tell me you don't know. No, you definitely got most. I could not even get the last part. So. Do I get like half credit? <laughs> since you're halfway, well, yeah, we can definitely give you half credit, but since you're halfway there, I always think that <laughs> I always associate this with Harry Potter. With Harry Potter? Yeah. Not that it has anything to do with Harry Potter. Oh, I, I was like umbrage in the angry itch. I don't think that's how it is. <laughs> um, no, but, but you're you're kind of on the. I, I think you've locked into the. I don't. Well, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll. I won't say anything more because mm. I'll probably just confuse you. Hmm. Uh, like Snape? Nope. 
No. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. The reason I said Harry Potter is because um, Harry Potter's owl is Hedwig. And ah, yes. it's Hedwig and the Angry Itch. Uh, that's a very yeah. good hint. Yeah, yeah that would so be great. You, you locked onto the train of thought, but yeah, Hedwig and the Angry Itch. So half credit, I think, for, um, for Sophie on that one. Well, that's the end of round two. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Noah at 110 and Sophie at 70. Alrighty, now it is time for round three. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round three is a lot like round two, but now you get questions on a variety of topics. Questions here are worth 30 points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 15 points. Alrighty, Noah, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Question one. Interstate 405, the 405, traverses what pass going from the San Fernando Valley to LA's west side? He's deep in thought. Um, is it like the Hollywood Hills now? Um, well, it goes... Uh, I don't think those are the Hollywood Hills over there, but it, there's, there's a name of a pass. It goes over a pass. It's like oh, where, the, where the Getty is. And... Oh, and I drive there all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know the name of the pass. I'm so sorry. Okay. That's embarrassing. Sophie, do you know? Oh, I forgot I could steal. Mm-hmm. Um, pass by the Getty. Like... The Beverly Hills Pass? I don't know. Do no, this know? is the Sepulveda Pass. Oh. Yeah. I've never heard of Darn. that. <laughs> yeah. um, about 330,000 cars traverse the Sepulveda Pass every day. Yeah. And Noah's oh. one of them, apparently. And Noah's yeah. one of them every single day. Not really. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, question two. December 21st, 2012 was popularly believed to be the end of the world as it marked the last recorded year in which ancient calendar? It's either the Mayan or the Aztec, and I'm I'm gonna go with the Mayan, but it's kind of a shot in the dark there. That's correct. Um, <laughs> no, I was ready for that one. <laughs> the Mesoamerican long count calendar, popularly known as the Mayan calendar, um, and of course, the world in fact did not end. Question three: What treaty meant to settle the dispute over its namesake territory and future state? Set the northern border of the United States at the 49th parallel. What, what do you mean by the 49th parallel? I'm sorry. Um, of latitude. Oh, the okay. border, the, the northern border between the U.S. and Canada is at 49 degrees north. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'm thinking, like, what are names of trees? I'm thinking Dakota tree. Territory. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not named, a tree. Tree tea. Then- tree tea. Oh, tree tea. Oh, like tree tea. okay. Meant not to say that. Yeah, no, uh, not tea, not tree, tree tea. Great. Okay. What hmm. treaty meant to set, settle the dispute over its namesake territory and future state set the northern border of the U.S. at the 49th parallel? I'm going to go um, with Wisconsin, but not, not Wisconsin. Sophie? That would be the Oregon Treaty. The Oregon Treaty, yes. Um, the U.S. had been feuding with Great Britain over who owned the Oregon Territory. Um, and after the treaty, the affected area covered the present-day states of Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and parts of Montana and Wyoming. And the British retained what is now British Columbia in Canada. Wow. Question four. On January 1st, 2023, the euro will officially replace the kuna as the currency of what Western Balkan country? 
My geography is embarrassingly bad. I think that I don't, I can't think of any Western Balkan countries. Maybe, um, let's see. That would mean it's an island for Rob. It's not no. an island. Are the Balkans are not an island. Am I confusing them with the Balkan islands? Maybe. Those are the Falkland Islands, and those are off the coast of South America, off the coast of Argentina. Thank you, Matthew. That would have been really bad. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to go with, um, I guess I'll go with, like, the Czech Republic. <laughs> uh, it's not the Czech Republic. Um, so oh, sorry. You know? <laughs> I'm, like, trying to trying to draw on my geoguesser knowledge here. I don't know. I I'm also struggling to come up with like where the Balkans. Are. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Estonia, perhaps. I uh, know those are the Baltic states. Ah. Um, the the Balkans are down between Italy and Greece, and so it's like Slovenia, um, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro. I think Serbia counts as part of that. Kosovo and the one we were looking for, which is Croatia, oh. and Albania. I think that's also Balkan, but it's Croatian is the answer. And finally, question five. On June 15th, 2018, what theoretical physicists' remains were interred between the graves of Charles Darwin and Isaac Newton in London's Westminster Abbey? Stephen Hawking? That's correct. His memorial stone reads, here lies what was mortal of Stephen Hawking, 1942 to 2018. Um, And also written on the stone is his um, Bekenstein Hawking entropy equation, which he specifically okay. instructed be written on his grave. That's awesome. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, Sophie, are you ready for your five questions? I am. Okay. Question one What interstate highway runs from San Diego to I 10 in Arizona and along the way is the only interstate highway that passes through Imperial County, California? That's the I-8. That's correct. It runs 350 miles in total between the two states. I should also note that it, it went against everything in my being to say the I-8. Us, us Californians just say the 8, the 5, the 101. But we would have, we would have counted the 8. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I, that's I, I know what you mean. We, we, we know what you mean by that. Yeah. Um, question two. Since March 2022, there have been widespread protests in what Asian country which has undergone a major economic crisis under the administration of Gotabaya Rajapaksa and his brothers? This is since March 2022? Yes. Hmm. Um. This question was written by my brother, um, and he writes very difficult questions. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) would not have gotten this right. Oh. I'm going to go with like Malaysia. Not Malaysia. Noah. I'm just going to go for a shot in the dark and say Vietnam. Uh, no, this is actually uh, Sri Lanka. Ah, apparently. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Question three. Elizabeth Holmes has been convicted of criminal fraud over what biotech company that she founded in 2003. Oh, that's the one where they like prick your finger and tell you stuff about your blood. Yep. But it was all fake. Yep. And I don't know the name of the company. So I'm going to go with something along the lines of like droplet. Drop? No. 
Noah, do you know? Mm, I'm sort of in the same boat as Sophie. I think I'm going to pick a generic medical name and hope that it works. Okay. Maybe like One Health. Or something. Uh, no. Uh, this is <laughs> this is Theranos. Oh, I knew that. Yep. Uh, my dog. <laughs> um, as we said, the uh, company claimed to have developed blood tests that only required a small amount of blood, but these claims were proven to be false, and Holmes was convicted of fraud in January of 2022. Oh. Question four. Who led the FBI from 1924 until his death in 1972, during which he built the FBI into the massive crime-fighting agency that it is today? We have a Herbert Hoover. Not Herbert Hoover. Or just Hoover. Let's just go with Hoover. That's not his first name. J. Edgar Hoover. There it is. Who is Herbert Hoover? And why is that in my head? Um, well, Herbert Hoover was the president from 18... Yes, 20, or it's it not is. 18. 1929. But the FBI guy is J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give it to you. Uh, yes, J. Edgar <laughs> Hoover. Um, he remains a very controversial figure because of his frequent abuses of power, routinely violating the law and harassing politicians and political dissidents among other things i'm, I'm gonna blame that one on uh, tea and not coffee yet this morning but ah. we'll, we'll just move on <laughs> no that's that's fair that's fair and we'll give you full credit because you're drinking tea if you're drinking coffee we couldn't we couldn't do it oh absolutely not yeah and finally question five jonathan freeman is an actor known for portraying what villain from aladdin oh that would be oh what's the villain in aladdin's name Iago is the bird, I think, right? Uh, is he the villain? I'm going to go with Iago. Uh, it's not Iago that we're looking for. Iago is the bird. Um, yeah. Noah? Oh, so many names are just swimming around my head. <laughs> um, is it like Jafar? Oh, it is Jafar, yes. Um, Freeman voiced Jafar in the Disney animated film and portrayed the villain in the original Broadway production from 2014 until 2022, when he played his last performance on January 23rd after nearly eight years in the role. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I would be so sick of those songs after eight years, can you imagine? <laughs> That's a long time, <laughs> particularly when you're doing eight shows a week for yeah. eight years. That's a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I think I would like actually go crazy. Yeah. I bet he sings them in his sleep. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. No, no need to brush up on his lines or anything. He's got him down pat at this point. He could do the whole thing as a one-man show, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, that's the end of round three. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Noah at 155 and Sophie at 145. Ooh. Whoa. Coming, Coming down to the Noah. wire. <laughs> Now it's time for round four. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown where you'll each get the same three questions worth 40 points each. We'll ask you to make note of your answers in some way whether by writing them down or just keeping them in your head or making a note on some digital device. All righty. Noah, Sophie, are we ready? Yes. Cool. Yes. Here we go. Question one. On June 15th, 1215, King John signed what document that was written as a royal charter of rights? All righty, Noah, what is your answer? Mm, I didn't write anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> uh, Sophie? 
I put the Magna Carta. It was the Magna Carta. Ooh, yes. Wow. Um, it was written to make peace between an unpopular king, John, and rebel barons. Its contents have influenced uh, the U.S. Constitution, among many other documents and people. Question two. On June 15th, 1974, journalists Carl Bernstein, Bernstein and Bob Woodward published what book detailing their coverage of the Watergate scandal? So we're looking for the name of the book? Yes, which was turned into a movie. I know this, and yet <laughs> it's just not there. It's a really good movie. We watched it in my like high school history class, and it mm. was like the best day of history class ever because we got to watch a movie. <laughs> of course. Yeah, those are always the best days of class. Okay. Do we have guesses? Guesses. Guesses. <laughs> okay. Noah, what's your guess? I, I just put, I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good guess. Yes. Um uh Sophie. I put all the king's men. Oh, you're so close. You're so close. It's all the president's men. Oh my god. I, okay, That's I think half. we can That's give you half. half I think we can give half credit on that. Okay. That's really yeah. good. I also know that their code name for each other was Deep Throat, which is fun. Ooh. Yeah, Deep Throat was the um their secret informant. Uh, or yes, from the FBI, um, who was that, who actually turned out to be the assistant director of the of the FBI. Um, oh, Martha. I didn't realize that they ever like released who that actually was in real life. Yeah, it was revealed right before he died in like two thousand five, oh, wow. somewhere in there. But yeah, I'm picturing like a Scooby Doo like pulling the mask off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it's kind of fun in the movie because they. Well, and in real life, they met at the at this really creepy parking garage in Ross, yeah, in the Virginia. Garage. Um, it's like the movie is like whatever. Like fiction is crazier than fact, you know. Like mm -hmm. whatever fiction is. Fact is crazier than fiction. Or, yeah, is that what did I say? Fact, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Coffee, tea. <laughs> yes, all the presidents men, uh, and the timing of the publication is notable in that it was two months before Richard Nixon's resignation. Uh, and then the film adaptation starring Robert Redford as Woodward and Dustin Hoffman as Bernstein was released two years later. And speaking of 1976, question three. <laughs> in 1976, who became the first woman to co-anchor an evening news program on a major network? And my hint is that she was still working and reporting up until a couple of years ago. She's still alive. She's old. She was no longer hosting the evening news and hasn't been for decades, but. No, it's busily writing something. <laughs> no, I thought that I'd be able to figure it out, but I don't think I'm going to get any points in this last round. <laughs> um, the, the last round questions are usually pretty tricky. And there's a lot of people who have not scored at all in the last round. So. That makes okay. me feel a little better. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, all right. Do we have we have do we have any guesses? No. I had a guess. I said Amanpour because my mom talked about her one time. Okay. <laughs> uh, Christine Amanpour, I think is her name. Probably. Yeah, I think she's from yeah. Europe. Yeah. Well, it's not her. Uh, Sophie. <laughs> All the names running through my head were just like NPR hosts from mm -hmm. the last fifteen years, so I, I don't think that's going to be very helpful. Okay. Um, this was Barbara Walters. Um, and she hosted the evening news on ABC and she has interviewed every sitting U S or she interviewed every sitting, sitting U S president and first lady from Richard Nixon to 
Barack Obama. Dang. Wow. Yeah. Imagine. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's still Put alive. that on your gravestone, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, can you please give us the final score? Looks like we have Noah at 155 and Sophie at 205. Wow. Sophie, you have won. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, this has been the crowning achievement of my year. I'd like to thank all involved. Noah, great job. Always a pleasure. Let's grab a meal soon. Please. <laughs> well, that was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, thank you, Noah and Sophie, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Caitlin Fick, Matthew Brown, Matthew Hauser, Mason Cook, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your quiz show or on your. What am I trying to say? Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over uh, Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform. That's it. And leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea, and feel free to message us on any of these platforms, uh, including Twitter, uh, if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week, and we'll have two new contestants and thirty-three more fantastic questions. So thank you. We'll see you next week.